Welcome to the Inside the Jersey podcast, where we get to know the men inside the jerseys that wear the South Sydney Rabbitohs colours each and every week. Thanks for joining us again this week on Inside the Jersey. And my very special guest is the Rabbitohs' number one try scorer in history, Alex Johnston. It's a great record to break, mate, but we're not here to talk any footy, but thank you for, for joining us here today. Yeah, no, thanks for the introduction. Um, how cool is that music at the start, actually? You like it? Yeah, a little country yeah. vibe. Yeah, very All nice. the boys have uh, commented on that so far. Trell loved it, obviously, with his love of uh, country music. But yeah, yeah, and the stuff he's doing with that Win Murrah and yeah. that, the country stuff. Yeah, That's it. Nah, it's pretty cool. He enjoyed it. So I was having a think about Alex Johnson that I know away from football, and I jotted down some notes. So you're an author. You've got got a book on the way. Hopefully to come, yeah. Yeah, you're an inventor. You've invented a board game, amongst other things that come out of that amazing brain of yours. A TikTok star, a script writer, a young dad. So many other aspects to Alex Johnston. And I guess that's great to have those interests outside of footy um, when footy can become pretty all-consuming. Yeah, well, I think the main one there that I'm, you know, being a new dad, uh, obviously that's been the biggest part of my life this past year and a bit, um, having Sonny. Um, yeah, I pretty much want to get out of here as quick as I can. I used to anyway. I used to, <laughs> <laughs> sick of seeing the boys, used to just get home, go and, you know, lay up, but now I'm going home for a different reason. Um, you know, see my boy. It's, um, it was pretty cute the other day um, when I went to the PNG camp. Um, my dad was over, he was babysitting um, and mum was working, so um, it was me and dad just in the morning, just before I left for camp and... Uh, Obviously, he went. To, I was getting in the car to say goodbye, and he started, you know, screaming, going da 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 da, crying and reaching out to me, and I didn't want to leave. I was just yeah. like, this is the it was the cutest thing ever, but the saddest thing ever at the same yeah. time. Like my heart was breaking, and yeah, it's um, it's just awesome, obviously, to to be a dad and. Yeah, maybe number two in the in the year or two, but really, yeah. Oh, there's but, a scoop. Yeah, no, nah, but uh, <laughs> it's up to mum, I think. But yeah, yeah no, nah, I definitely want another one. I was thinking about it recently because I'm a bit like you. Like I travel to all the away games, and I I can often find it a struggle if I've got to be away for more than one or two nights from from my daughter. I, I do find it really difficult. And I thought when I first started in this gig back in. I started at South in 02, but moved into media in 03. We didn't have FaceTime. Nah. We didn't have video calls or WhatsApp or sure anything like age, that mate. to stay. Well, I am, but <laughs> but how much easier it is to stay in contact these days so the kids can see you when you're away and that, that sort of stuff. It's must have been so hard. And, and think back to the day, like the 60s, 70s, 80s, oh, when they're going on kangaroo tours for eight Eight Months weeks, on yeah, yeah, like, and and even before that, when they're having to go on ships, <laughs> you no. know, there there weren't phones on ships. <laughs> yeah, that's like the, the the guys that used to play cricket back in the day. They didn't yeah. actually play much cricket because they're spending their time, you know, on ships traveling the that's country, it. traveling the world. Yeah, so. that's it. So it's a, it's yeah, good for uh, the modern day dad. He's uh, he's got the opportunity well, to keep for, in contact. For me, I've, it actually makes it harder because then it's like a tease, like you see him. Yeah. And, you know, you speak to them and then they're doing their thing and then you're like, oh, I just want to see him now. I just want to hug him. Yeah. And sometimes, um, you know, if I FaceTime him and he's due for a nap, he'll, you know, just have heaps of energy and then yeah. Taryn will message me after. He's not going to sleep now. You hyped yeah. him up. So, yeah. yeah, I think it's actually made it worse in that sense. But <laughs> We've got to a point now that um, if my partner goes away, she takes my daughter with her and then I'm in charge of FaceTiming our cat. 
She wants to see our cat more than Not she wants cat. to see her dad. Yeah, that's the way. That's hundred percent. Where's the way. Ziggy the cat? I want to see Ziggy. Yeah. Oh god, <laughs> mate, tell me about the book. You've got uh, you've written a children's book. Yeah, well, that's the the first thing I want to check off is um, get this book up and running. Um, I don't know. I was just you know I loved reading stories to Sunny um, and just got inspiration one day. Mm. I just thought. Well, I've always been fairly creative. Uh, at school, I loved writing. Uh, English was like my favourite subject. So mm. I just thought I'd put pen to paper, see what I can come up with. Uh, you know, I thought, you know, what's something that, that I know? It's, it's footy. So um, it's pretty much a, a children's book based around footy, the South Sydney. So South Sydney fans will definitely love it for sure. But mm. it's a book for all NRL lovers. And uh, it's got an Indigenous theme in there as well. So uh, it covers a lot of bases that I'm very proud of. And... Um, yeah, it's got Cody Walker, Latrell in there, myself in in the book. So um, it's a cute cute story. I, I wrote it for Sonny, so I'm hoping you know that first page it comes up for yeah. Sonny. So yeah. Um, but yeah, so at the moment, um, publishers agreed that it will get published. Um, we're trying to find uh, an illustrator, which apparently can take a while. Yeah. To find someone who can you know, knuckle down and give you eight to sixteen you know pictures to, mm. that they've got to draw. So that can take up to you know half a year, they said. So, wow. Um, but trying to push yeah, through that step and then hopefully it comes out, we're hoping next year at this stage, but yeah, yeah. we'll see. That's fantastic, mate. We'll keep an eye out for that on the bookshelves now. I, I mentioned you're an inventor. You've got a, a board game that you've been working on as well. Talk us through <laughs> yeah, that so one. Yeah, so brain just ticks over sometimes. <laughs> I think COVID definitely did not help. So, <laughs> I, yeah, when we were sitting at home just doing nothing, um, at home just bored me and my mates we we love playing board games too mm. so obviously we we weren't catching up at the time with covid so i was like oh oh i'll, <laughs> I'll try and make my own i'll give this a crack mm. and exact exact same thing with the book i just thought you know what's something i know it's footy i'll play a heap of board games so i put like a little uh have you played trouble before i have played trouble, trouble like yeah Lewis, the little like bubble Ludo. you gotta push yeah, yeah yeah exactly exactly so it's a it's a mix of that and like snakes and ladders, but and it's a rugby league theme. So you, you take turns. One team is on one side, teams on the other. You're trying to score a try up the other end, and uh, along the way you can tackle each other. If you get tackled, like trouble, you go back to the start. You go back to your home, and then yeah, you have to keep coming off the bench. And then once you, all your players score a try on the other side, you win the game. So fantastic! Mate. Yeah, it's it's. Like I really enjoy playing it too. I've brought it into training a few times just to see how the boys like it, and yeah, just nothing but good feedback. They love playing it, so yeah, I think I'm trying to do the book first. Yeah, um, you know, get that, make sure that's going 100% going to go through, and then um, focus on the, the board game. I actually went pretty far um, with the board game. Mm. I got in contact with a manufacturer in China, mm. got through all the details, sent through. All the designs, everything, they sent back the price. It was a really good price per unit. Mm. And I was stoked. I was like, this is going to be awesome. Um, and then the big problem was importing from China. The, it literally doubled the price, if yeah. not more. And I was just like, oh, I didn't expect it to be that much. Mm. So I sort of put that in the back pocket for now. Yeah. Might try Kickstarter or something. Or if there's a local someone in Australia that, mm. could, that could do it for me for... Uh, it'll end up being cheaper because mm. there's no import tax. But, mm. yeah, so that's something I'll obviously think of after the book's done, yeah, yeah. for sure. You never know who's listening, mate. There might be uh, Mr. Mattel or Hasbro <laughs> Someone. Or, or the Monopoly man out there listening who might be mate, able to put to this Jezza together. on the podcast, 100%. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> now, uh, you mentioned um, COVID wasn't 
great for your brain ticking over, but it was fantastic for your TikTok account. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, you've taken off as a bit of a TikTok star with the, the comedy, comedic videos that you've been putting online. Talk to us about TikTok. Oh, no, I just loved uh, – my missus actually got me onto it. She, like, I was one of those guys at the start, like, oh, I'm not going to get that app. It's mm. for kids. It's whatever, whatever. And then she goes, no, trust me, because oh, she's a school teacher and all her students are on it. So right. she, she got on it first and she goes, trust me, you give it a go. Um, it's hilarious. Uh, I started one night, I watched it. I was just watching video after video. It ended up being at least an hour. I'm going, what have I, what have I done? I've wasted an hour of my night <laughs> yeah. just scrolling through TikTok. And I was going, oh, this is, yeah, I want to start making, yeah, I, my brain does tick over, so I want to start making some TikToks. And um, yeah, started a, and then got a pretty good response. And yeah, so whenever I get an idea, I try and knuckle down and get it done. But a lot of the time, it involves at least a couple other boys and it's hard to get them involved. Um, so sometimes I get ideas and I can't post, but I try to as much as I can. Mate, the, some of the ones that I've seen are just absolutely hilarious. That one <laughs> where right. you did the, uh, the all the girls like the same five footy players. <laughs> That means it's funny because it was true. It was true, mate. I must have watched that. I reckon ten times just watching your little eye flick. (laughs) Do you know how long it took me that? That's how I know I'm not an actor because (laughs) I literally was sitting in bed filming. I just let it film. I just filmed my face for at least two minutes straight of just doing this look, just the eyes flicking back to it. And I went through it. I'm like, nah, none of them are good. Tried again, but yeah, that was. um, Pretty, yeah, uh, another fun, another one I remember was when the comp was off and you were, you had your your football there that you were missing yeah. and all that. Sort of stuff. Well, that was yeah the start of uh, I reckon I'd say that's the start of my TikTok career yeah. because that's when COVID started. We weren't playing footy, yeah, and I went hard out on that one. I go, I'll make a big production, and it got picked up. People on overseas were picking it yeah. up. Yeah, I got messages from I don't know, it was like France or something saying, "Can we use it on our socials?" Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." So that started it, and then I just, as as long as I wasn't playing footy, I was like, yeah, I'll make some TikToks, and yeah. had, had a lot of fun with it. How many followers have you got on there? Um, over 100,000. Wow. I'm not sure. I'll check for you right now. That's him, but what's your handle while you check that so everyone else uh, can jump on? It's just Alex Jono. So Alex Jono is J-O-H-N-O. Yeah. Um, 119,000 followers. Wow. Yeah, 5.3 million likes. There was the one... The one good one got me 27 million views and like 4 million likes. The one Phenomenal. with uh, when mum gets her boobies out. Did you see that one? <laughs> it's very good with the yeah, nodding with Sunny, yeah. yeah. That was good production. What did Taryn think of that one? No, she loved it. She was actually, obviously Sunny was young, so I couldn't get him to nod his head. <laughs> yeah. So she was hiding underneath the chair <laughs> and lifting the chair and making him nod. But <laughs> So she was involved. She, oh, that's very good. She claims all my TikTok success, so that's it's all very her, good. for sure. Very good. And I, I assume that by building this following, when your book comes out and um, you get your board going, you'll be able to use that following to, to help promote these other projects that you're doing. 100%. Well, I think, yeah, TikTok's such a phenomenon at the moment. It's yeah. crazy, so I'd be silly not to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't want to sort of push it down people's throats. But at the end of the day, um, I'll do the best I can to get some sales and uh, yeah. get it out there to the people. So I'll probably use yeah, TikTok and Instagram for sure. Ah, good on you. Now, something we talked about a long time ago, I think it was maybe only a couple of years into your first grade career when you um, started off here in the top squad. You were talking about um, writing a movie as yeah, well, yeah. writing a <laughs> script. How, how, where did that get to? Um 
it it got to me not knowing how to finish writing it. How to <laughs> <laughs> so and I don't really know how to write a script. There's actually a whole process and formatting for it. So I probably need to get educated before I go back to that. But yeah, I couldn't I couldn't think of how to finish it. And then I was it ended up being like a week, a month. Yeah. Like no, nah, I can't. I don't know how to do this. I'll wait and yeah. try and study how to do it properly. And but yeah, I think as a it's a pretty good idea. Um, a few other sports have done a similar idea. I don't want to say too much no, in case someone's you know it. gonna steal it. That's it. But I could um, even if I don't write the script, I t- could take the idea to hopefully Rusty might get it through. I was gonna I say there's a pretty him, handy eh? guy involved in our club who might be able to tip you in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I might have to hit him up and hopefully get his thoughts and see if he can do something about it. Very good. Now you you mentioned your book has got. An indigenous theme, and I know it's something that you've spoken about before. That um, your indigenous heritage and also your Papua New Guinean heritage are things that you're learning a lot about all the time. Can you talk to us about that journey and discovering your family's heritage on on both sides there? Yeah, yeah. Well, on my dad's side, he's basically um, he's full Aussie. He's just white, so um, <laughs> 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 I'm basically um, like three quarters white myself, yep. or like Aussie. That my back, my heritage, but um, on my mum's side, so my mum's, um, like my granddad on my mum's side is Aussie as well, mm. but my nan, who uh, she just passed away, so my mum's mum, mm. um, she's half PNG, half Torres Strait Islander, right? So, um, yeah, for me, that I think that makes me just scrape in to represent both PNG and Torres Strait, but yeah, growing up, we already we all knew like that we were indigenous and had PNG heritage and. Um, but obviously getting to know exactly where from and the totems and all that stuff, mm. I think none of that sort of started for me trying to find that stuff out until I started playing footy. Yeah. And I think it was things like Indigenous Round and uh, playing for the All-Stars mm. where a lot of that cultural stuff was being pushed and, and trying to... So I was like, oh, all these boys know all this stuff about their culture and I don't really know much, so... It got me wanting to, to learn this stuff. So when we are talking mm. in those groups, I had something to talk about and I could you know, tell them exactly where I was from. Mm. Like obviously, Sidebar Island, uh, Torres Strait Island there, uh, the Kadal clan, which means you know, the Crocodile clan. Right. Um, so I have the Crocodile totem from there. And then in PNG, um, my nan didn't have a birth certificate. So um, she, don't, she didn't even know how old she was. She just uh, uh, she ended up having the same birthday as my granddad. That's how we celebrated her birthday. Wow. She, she didn't know when she was born. She had none of that. So coming from, she came over when she was, she guesses her around 20 or something like that. But yeah. she, she doesn't actually know. And um, yeah, so we just celebrated uh, their birthdays on the same day. And she just goes, oh, I want to be 20 years younger than granddad. <laughs> That's the way I always thought because... <laughs> There's a 20 years gap between them. We'll, so we'll celebrate. Say so we'll celebrate my granddad's 87th and my nana's 77th. That's like, fantastic, man. Oh, sorry, 67th. Yeah. But like, you look at nana, like nana, come on, you're, yeah. a, bit, you're a bit older. That's all. But I don't think she actually knew. But um, yeah. So it was more of actually talking to people, um, like family back over in Moresby and stuff. And um, my mum did most of the work. My mum's the one that contacts people from Sibai. Up mm. in New Guinea, and, and she tells me these things. So, um, if I need to know anything, I go to my mum. And do you have plans to catch up with with family though that still live in those at Saibai Island and also up in Papua New Guinea? Yeah, for sure. Uh, there's there's a few that have visited us in mm. Sydney, so we're mm. pretty lucky with that. Um, but something me and my mum have spoken about 
Um, and it was, I think COVID sort of put a dampen in it. Mm. But we wanted to go to Saibai Island and check out mm. the island. And that's still something I haven't done. And I think that's something for sure that I definitely want to do. Mm. Obviously go back there. And I've been to PNG a couple of times for footy. Um, mm. And I've met my family over there in Port Moresby. Mm. Um, but the actual village... Um, up in the West Sipic, like it's pretty far from um, Port Moresby. So to actually get out there, obviously it would be a bit of a trek and I don't even know if what the, the transport would be like, what the roads are like. So um, the little vid- village out there would be pretty hard to get to, but I think one day I definitely want to get out there as well. And is this something you want to pass on to Sonny as well, the the heritage of your family? Oh, for sure, yeah. 100%. Yeah, um, yeah there's um, <laughs> a few... Uh, you know, White Kummels, there was Luke Page, who's the, the White Kummel, that was his nickname amongst yeah. the boys, and obviously I get heaps of messages from uh, fans, uh, you know, other players, whenever mm. I post something of Sonny, they go, the next White Kummel, so, yeah. like, <laughs> 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 so for sure, um, oh, I was cute the other day, I got home and he was wearing the, the Kummel's jersey yeah. when I got home, and um, seeing him run up to me in the Kummel's jersey, I was like, yeah, this is the best, so 100% he's going to be... Um, or hopefully he can represent uh, PNG and and uh, the all Indigenous All Stars one day yep. and be a footy player. But yeah, for sure he'll be a big part of him. That's fantastic, mate. Well, thank you so much for your time with us here today. There's obviously so much more to to you boys and just what the uh, the footy that our our members and fans get to see on the field. That's the idea of this podcast to give everyone a bit of an an insight. And I'm just going to give uh, I'm going to give one thing away. I've actually talked to AJ about an invention that I think is fantastic. <laughs> I was going to ask about it, <laughs> but uh, I don't think you're quite sold on it yet. But I want to get some prototypes made because he is the creative man. Um, is some footy boots. We're going to call them the sideline boots. And they're okay. half white and they're half green. And I reckon it's going to be so hard for the video ref to tell if the wingers have stepped out. You know it's a winner. Oh you know God. it's a winner. <laughs> Mate. Who are you sponsored by at the moment? Is it I've got, yeah, I'm with Adidas. So, Adidas, yeah. Um, I definitely won't speak to Adidas about it. <laughs> <laughs> I might it's jump a, on their TikTok and idea. say, no, no. Alex Jono is all about this. You could be onto something. You could actually be onto something, but yeah. I think it'll take a, a lot of convincing. Uh, Maybe you get little bits of green grass like coming That's up. That's it. So, yeah, I don't That's know. That's it. I've also got an idea for another pair of boots. I reckon Blake Taft would be the number yeah. one man to have it. Instead of just having the studs on the bottom, we need studs on the edges as well because he, when he steps, he, he oh, steps on the outside of his foot and slips. I reckon he needs another layer of horizontal studs on the edge so he can get the grip when he steps. There you go. You like that one? That's a If we paint be that bit white and the rest of it green, they won't know if he steps on the sideline either. <laughs> yes, so you want to combine both. <laughs> both in, yeah. Good luck with that, mate. <laughs> oh, very good. Uh, thanks very much for your time, AJ. We really appreciate no, awesome. hearing inside the jersey. Yeah, cheers. Thanks for having me. Thank you, mate.